The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now, Florence Pugh has recently opened up about the sense of imposter syndrome she felt on the set of 2018's King Lear. The production was one of her first major acting roles and she says that her lack of professional background in drama impacted on her confidence levels. I quote, I was in the room with all of these greats. Anthony Hopkins knew the play off by heart from the very beginning. I was terrified. I constantly thought that at some point someone was going to be like, ugh, we should have gone for somebody who had a theatre background. Well, imposter syndrome is not, of course, unique to Hollywood or uh, to celebrities. It affects people in all walks of life and to discuss the issue and how best to identify and overcome it. I'm joined by Aoife O'Brien, who's founder of happieratwork.ie and imposter syndrome.ie. Aoife, are people suffering from imposter syndrome? Are they usually right? That's a really, that's a great way to enter the conversation. I think for me, if you're feeling like an imposter, it's very likely that you're, you're putting the emphasis on other people and you're worried about what other people think. So you're probably not an imposter. It's the other people, the ones who think they know it all and who have it all together, who other, you know, other people might say, Asher, he doesn't know what he's talking about at all. But that person, the individual doesn't realize that that's the case. So it's so weirdly counter, the other way around. It's counterintuitive. If you have, I think so. If you have imposter syndrome, you are less likely to be an imposter than if you don't. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, from where does it come? Is it just a generalized lack of self confidence? Another great question. I think, like, without getting into the psychology of where it might come from, say in childhood or anything like that, it tends to be triggered by any sort of a change that we go through, especially in the workplace. So if you're promoted, if you've been out of the workplace for, uh, you know, for a, a number of months due to illness or, or caring responsibilities and you're returning to the workplace, if you're leading people for the first time, those kinds of things can really trigger this sense of imposter syndrome. And you feel like I'm, I'm just lucky to be here. I'm totally going to be found out as a fraud that I am. And I just got here by by pure chance, you know, that I was in the right place at the right time. So if you're thinking these kinds of things, then it's likely that you have imposter syndrome as opposed to really are an imposter. It's funny, I would have thought oddly that in, in the instance of Florence Pugh, she has the advantage of being in a context where there is a performance where you can say, ta-da, look, I can either do it or I can't. I mean, it's a bit like saying, you can't feel you have imposter syndrome if you're a sports person and you go out and you win the tennis match. In the same way, if she knows her lines and is able to show up and is able to captivate the scene, surely she can prove I don't have it. Whereas if you're in an office environment doing your daily job, you don't get the same opportunity on a daily basis to go, there you are, look, I'm delivering. <laughs> Again, I think this is where we tend to overwork. So if we feel like imposters, say in a, in that office scenario, we tend to put in additional hours or we can also fly under the radar. So you don't speak up in meetings because you don't want people to notice that you have no idea what you're talking about in your own mind. This is um, or you're working extremely long hours to try and compensate in some way to make it look like you know what you're doing, to make it look like you know what you're talking about. And so, you know, two extremes there. And sometimes they can happen for the same person in the same context. So, for example, 
working extremely long hours can lead to burnout. That's something that's heavily associated with imposter syndrome. And then the other extreme, you're not sharing ideas in team meetings. You're not speaking up to your boss. You're not standing up delivering presentations. You're not letting people know what you're fully capable of doing because you believe that you are this total fraud, that you're this total imposter and you're going to find out and you don't want anyone to know. So you're kind of, you know, you're keeping things very low profile. And to what extent is it rooted in that old saw of comparing your inside to other people's outside? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So when we have imposter syndrome, one of the signs is that we compare ourselves consistently to other people and we tend to focus on, uh, you know, this is something we know and we think it's something really tiny and insignificant and compare it to what everyone else in the world knows. And our perception then is that other people uh, generally speaking, as opposed to other people, one person knows so, so much more than what we know. And we're comparing ourselves unfavorably. And I think social media, to kind of come back to your point about comparing ourselves to others, I think social media has really exacerbated that because what we're seeing on social media, whether it's on LinkedIn, whether it's on Facebook, whether it's on Instagram, is this wonderful highlighted life that other people have and how brilliant they are. And what we don't see is the struggle behind that. or We don't see what's going on for people on the inside. So we just see what they're presenting on the outside, but they could be feeling absolutely like imposters. And it's great that more people are talking about this because, it, you know, for me, it's part of the human experience. They, they say that 70 percent of people uh, have experienced imposter syndrome or will imp- experience imposter syndrome. I carried out some research myself that showed that 90 percent of the respondents have felt imposter syndrome in the past or are currently experiencing it. So it's this, it's this huge thing that happens to almost everyone. Um, and by talking more and more about it, we're understanding more that what is being presented on the outside and you assume that there's people you think there's no way that person ever experienced imposter syndrome or would ever experience imposter syndrome, but they open up about those things. I think it makes it kind of, it's, it's reassuring for the rest of us. If you're part of that 90% that you say has uh, experienced it at some point, what can you do about it? I mean, I always start with this really simple approach called ABC. A is about acknowledging it, just simply recognising it for what it is. So, you know, if you're talking to yourself, if you're telling yourself these things, just catch yourself out and, 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 and say to yourself, well, is this me talking? Or is this the imposter talking and kind of separate yourself from that imposter voice. So just acknowledging, first of all, that it is imposter syndrome. The second step then is around building up your own self-belief. So B for belief. And there are a number of ways that you can do that. You can reach out to people to get positive feedback. You can write down positive affirmations. You can write down all the achievements that you've had and what skills you've attained and why you deserve to be where you are. And then the third step is courageous action. And I say courageous action because oftentimes we believe we need to be confident before we take action. But actually, it's the other way around. Confidence comes from taking action. If you can identify one small step that you need to do, whether that's having a conversation with your manager, whether it's speaking up in a team meeting, sharing your idea, Whatever that small step might be, once you start taking those small steps, you can build up your confidence then and and build up to achieve what it is that you want to achieve. Aoife, thank you very much. That is Aoife O'Brien, who is the founder of happieratwork.ie and impostersyndrome.ie. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four.
on News Talk.